The Story of Ruth, Episode 3, A Glorious Unfolding. Naomi, you remember, has returned to Bethlehem. Having come to the end of her rope, she's turned back to her land and her God, although she is bitter. Her sons and her husband are dead. She has nothing left. And she's in a pretty dis- desperate situation. But she has with her her daughter-in-law, Ruth, who has decided to follow Naomi and her God. Now, Naomi has initiated a plan to go out and gather food to feed them at quite a risk to herself this was the time of the judges and the land was not uh, highly moral she was a foreigner so potentially vulnerable but the turning point in this story comes in a coincidence in that Ruth happens upon a field that actually belongs to a relative of Naomi's called Boaz. This relative was one of the relatives who uh, was a, a goel, uh, a kinsman redeemer. My apologies to anybody um, who knows how to pronounce that properly. And that meant he had the responsibility uh, to help out relatives in uh, desperate situations. Naomi obviously has thought about this. And so the story continues. One day, Ruth's mother-in-law said to her, My daughter, I must find a home for you where you will be well provided for. This speaks of the depth of Ruth and Naomi's relationship. It also uh, begins a plan that Naomi initiates. And Ruth, having been allowed to stay on for the second harvest, is sent to go to the threshing floor under cover of night where Boaz will have finished winnowing barley, sorting out the the chaff from the wheat and where the men will have congregated to uh, then have uh, a meal together. So it was a, a meal environment. And Ruth is told to wait until Boaz has eaten and drunk and presumably then this will be evening time and dark and when he lies down she says nope where he is lying then go and uncover his feet and lie down he will tell you what to do so Ruth agrees to obey her mother-in-law fully She is obviously 
uh, dedicated to Naomi and Naomi's God in that she does not consider the risk to herself uh, of being branded if she's discovered uh, in this place with Boaz. So what she has to do is she has to go and carry out a, a kind of, um, I suppose, symbolic um, contract or, or literal contract with Boaz, which involves her lying down at his feet and uncovering them uh, uh, so that in the night time, he wakes up, presumably having got a bit cold, and they are able to have a conversation. Ruth says, I am your servant, Ruth, when he asks her, who are you? Spread the corner of your garment over me, since you are a guardian redeemer of our family. So this spreading the corner of the garment over was, in a way, a symbol of God's protection over Israel, uh, taking refuge under his wings, is one image that is given us in the Old Testament of uh, the way God looks after and protects his people. And Ruth has referred to his position as a kinsman redeemer, or a guardian redeemer of our family. So she's obviously included herself. She definitely doesn't see herself anymore as a, as a Moabite. Boaz is struck by what she has done, uh, this being an even greater kindness than her earlier uh, kindness which he recognised towards Naomi. In that she's not run after the younger men, he says. We presume here that Boaz may well be a, a good bit older than Ruth. Uh, he certainly seems to be in charge of uh, this land and men and he calls her my daughter um, twice in fact it's, it's emphasised and he says don't be afraid uh, you haven't run after the younger men rich or poor so she, she hasn't gone um, really for what would be natural um, for her to do, but has instead uh, respected Naomi and done what she has asked in order to provide a kinsman redeemer. This would have the effect of um, Naomi's husband's land and property uh, being redeemed by the kinsman redeemer um, bought over, if you like. And it would mean that the land would continue to um, 
remain in Elimelech's family and that any children uh, born would, any, a son born uh, of any marriage would then be essentially uh, of Elimelech's uh, family. So Ruth does this, lays down, he says to her, well, don't be afraid, for I will do for you all that you ask. Uh, he refers to her uh, being known by all the town as a woman of noble character, which is lauded and praised in um, Proverbs. A woman of, who, of noble character who can find she is more precious than rubies. And he says, although I am guardian redeemer, there is another one who is a closer relative. So he says, stay here for the night and in the morning, if he wants to do his duty as your guardian redeemer, good, let him redeem you. But if he is not willing, as surely as the Lord lives, I will do it. Lie here till morning. So Boaz has agreed to discharge this duty as kinsman redeemer should the other person not uh, take it up. It's interesting. Uh, so the, the, they continue and um, Ruth gets up before she can be recognised and and um, leaves, but before um, she does so, Boaz gives her a gift of uh, six and a half measures of um, barley and places it into her, her shawl that she's brought with her uh, in order to um, go back to Naomi uh, so that she doesn't go back empty handed to Naomi and this is a very generous gift um, quite a lot more than he had given her the last time which was already generous so Naomi will have plenty to, to keep her for a while so it shows really Boaz kindness and nobleness I think him, himself um, his concern for uh, the the wider family, his concern for uh, an immigrant, basically um, a foreigner, and also uh, his favour of her. Uh, he's obviously listened to the town uh, talking about her, and uh, we'll find out when he goes on to um, go to the other kinsman redeemer um, that there must be perhaps an element of attraction in it as well uh, um, perhaps he's he's also flattered that uh, Ruth has you know not gone for the younger men and uh, you know willingly 
decided to uh, go with Naomi's plan and choose him. So he goes to the town gate, which was an area between the outer and inner gates of the city, where there would have been an area, a seated area, to hold a court. And this would have been the sort of area where the elders of the town would have uh, made decisions and where business would have been carried out. So Boaz goes to the town gate and sits down there and just as the guardian redeemer he had mentioned came along. Another coincidence there. So he invites him to sit down, takes ten of the elders as witnesses and uh, says to the man, Naomi, who has come back from Moab, is selling the piece of land that belonged to our relative Elimelech. I thought I should bring the matter to your attention and suggest that you buy it in the presence of these seated here and in the presence of the elders of my people. If you will redeem it, do so. But if you will not, tell me, so I will know. For no one has the right to do it except you, and I am next in line. I will redeem it, he said. Oh dear, snagging the story there. But Boaz has a little uh, ace up his sleeve. Boaz then says, On the day you buy the land from Naomi, you also require Ruth the Moabite, the dead man's widow, in order to maintain the name of the dead with his property. Now, this throws a spanner in the works and the guardian redeemer says, then I cannot redeem it because I might endanger my own estate. You redeem it yourself. I can't do it. So this allows free reign to Boaz to buy the land and marry Ruth and they finalise the contract uh, with the traditional um, Israeli way of doing that at the time which was by taking off a sandal and giving it to the other person. So Boaz announced to the elders and all the people Today you are witnesses that I have bought from Naomi all the property of Elimelech, Kilian and Malon. I have also acquired Ruth the Moabite, Malon's widow, as my wife in order to maintain the name of the dead with his property so that his name will not disappear from among his family or from his hometown. Today you are witnesses. So the elders and people at the gate uh, agree we are witnesses and uh, bless him uh, with a blessing of Rachel and, and Leah um, and uh, say may you have standing in Ephrapa and be famous in Bethlehem the, through the offspring of the law the Lord gives you by this young woman, may your family be like that of Perez, whom Tamar bore to Judah. So he's blessed 
given the blessing of the town elders, has done everything in the correct manner and they have the 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 secret rendezvous has not been um discovered or Boaz's reputation might have uh, fallen as well as Ruth's in bringing a woman onto the threshing floor because um this would have been akin to uh, inviting a, a prostitute to, onto the threshing floor it was a, a male preserve and uh, so that has been avoided. Ruth becomes Boaz's wife and the Lord we are told is enabled her to conceive and she gave birth to a son. The woman then praised Naomi or, and uh, or say to her Praise to the Lord who this day has not left you without a guardian redeemer. May he become famous through Israel. He will renew your life and sustain you in your old age. For your daughter-in-law who loves you and who is better to you than seven sons has given him birth. So the, the idea of, of sons in those days because they would have been uh, the ones to provide uh, and take care of the family. Uh, this daughter-in-law is regarded as uh, worth a son. In fact, seven sons completely worth her salt, really, or completely worth her weight in gold, we might call it. Um, Naomi is then, uh, we're told, is took the child in her arms and cared for him. So Naomi takes on the, the, the role of um, nurturing this child and he is called Obed, which means a worker or servant. And the interesting thing about this is uh, not only that Naomi has been given this uh, new generation of her family and her arms which she had complained about to God were empty are now full and she is blessed with this amazing daughter-in-law and Obed later becomes the father of Jesse which makes him the father of David. And there is where we will leave it tonight. From an amazing, what seems like, end of life. The end of everything. To something that could not even have been visualised uh, by Naomi and Ruth. The song at the beginning of this episode also talks about that. That when we are at our lowest point, it's only the beginning. Uh, the beginning of a glorious un unfurling, a glorious uh, 
uncovering of the God who loves you and protects you like a kinsman redeemer. I look forward to next week to the end of our story and to tying up uh, what we can learn from the story of Ruth.